Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Football comes to an end for the Division I Treasure State teams this weekend, and a former Montana high school phenom is leaving the Grizz. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In breaking news Thursday night, Skyline Sports confirmed with Grizz redshirt junior receiver Gabe Sulser that the 2017 Montana Gatorade Player of the Year has entered the NCAA transfer portal. Sulser, a three-time first-team All-State pick who led Billings Senior to two Class AA state championships, played in just 21 games over the last three-plus years at Montana, catching 35 passes for 440 14 yards and five touchdowns. He leaves Montana as a graduate transfer with two years of eligibility remaining. The Grizz wrapped up spring practices with their spring game in Hamilton on April 8th. On Saturday, Montana State wraps up its second set of spring drills under head coach Brent Vegan with the Sunny Holland Classic in Bozeman. The Bobcats will take the field at Bobcat Stadium at 1 p.m. on Saturday. Bozeman will also be the center of the Big Sky Conference Tennis World. The Montana State men's tennis team will host rival Montana in a match with league championship ramifications. MSU has rolled to a 6-1 league record and sits in a first-place tie with Idaho. Montana, who lost to Idaho last week, comes in at 5-2 in league play. A Bobcat victory would secure at least a share of the first men's tennis title at MSU since 2013. Match time is set for 4 p.m. from the Anderson Tennis Center on the MSU campus. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
Remember, uh, like, the peak of life when you had the time to play an NCAA football franchise, and this was one of the songs on there? Oh, of course I remember. This and is you would just sit there 14. and, like, recruit. I still and... have the games, Coulter. <laughs> the dorm rooms are nice, and, you know, the recruiting points are boosted. <laughs> Gotta love it. Duana's now a little clash for you on your Friday. Hope you have an outstanding week. Your week's about to get better. It's Friday Pie Day, Front Street Pizza. We got a free pizza for you coming up in about 25 minutes. Historically sourced. How about that? They order the dough. They order the cheese. They order the pepperoni, all this stuff to make it seem just like East Coast, New York-style pizza, always fresh. Front Street Pizza will have a pizza for you ready to pick up after 5.30. Wait, though, we'll tell you when to call, but that's coming up. Missed anything in the first hour? Nuanas now talks to Bobcat Springball. Also had... Uh, Analysis on the news of Gabe Solser, University of Montana star wide receiver, into the NCAA transfer portal, a graduate transfer, two years of eligibility remaining. We also had Trey Morris swing by from uh, to our location here at the University uh, Universal Athletic Store in Bozeman. We're coming to you live from Bozeman, Montana, by the way. We also had a little history lesson about the Gipper, George Giff. Win one for the Gipper. Where's that come from? We learned all about it. You can find everything in the first hour of the Nuanas Now podcast on the or in the first hour on the podcast presented by Sportsbet Montana as well as the Advocates. We have a couple tickets for you to the Montana Fishing Film Festivals tomorrow night at the Denison Theater. Doors at 6. The extravaganza gets ready at 7 p.m. Text us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. You want to go to the Montana Fishing Film Festival tomorrow night at the Denison Theater on the University of Montana campus, 888-1029. Text that number right now. I think that social media is so toxic in so many different ways, but it's also so fascinating in certain ways. And I think that Twitter is the most fascinating social media because it's pervade for information and it also has an end it's not an algorithm it's a collection of people in other words facebook feeds you a bunch of crazy stuff that's not real instagram cures it so that they make you either think you're fat or that you love girls in bikinis or something i don't know twitter you only have to follow who you want to follow if you just want to follow people in the news just want to follow people in sports just want to follow people in pop culture whatever the place that Twitter gets so toxic is when people start arguing about all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> and today, the argument, I guess it was last night into today, uh, was about the fame of people. Because somebody was saying that the initial tweet to start the worldwide conversation was that this pop group, this K-pop group, BTS, which I'd never heard of until yesterday, is more famous than Michael Jackson. Carol and Sugar doesn't know sports here with us. And... Somebody really set them straight because on this whole discourse, this whole deal, uh, the somebody t- tweeted a video, a two-minute video of height Michael Jackson, like mid-1980s Michael Jackson. when people That, were, that was almost early 90s, too. In some for ways, sure. But yeah. For sure. Like from 1984, let's say from the, uh, the Motown 25, Motown 25th anniversary when he moonwalked for the first time. <sighs> Glorious. Through... Uh, what, probably the Super Bowl in, like, 92 when he sang the national anthem? It was before he was accused of molesting people. Michael Jackson was the single most famous person. I would not argue just in the world at that time, but in the history of the world ever. I would agree. I mean, the video is insane. Yeah, I would say he, yeah, I would say so, too. Unfortunately, he uh, ended up being a disgusting human and, you know... 
I assume, I imagine being that famous really messes with you. I know. And uh, given all the things we know about psychology and fame and all that, can we even say he was a human? Isn't Michael Jackson just like a complete direct reflection of everything that's wrong with us? Oh my God, here we go. But we like created him. There's no way a person becomes like that unless they were created by society at large. Let's go back to BTS. You really didn't know who they were? Okay, so I kind of did. So, okay, so this then got me tripping down the rabbit hole. They were on the Grammys this year. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know who they were when they were on the Grammys, but then when I heard one of their songs, I was like, oh, that's those guys that were on the Grammys. I had not realized they had been around for like 10 years, though. I mean, I think they blew up about two years ago here in the States, maybe three. I mean, last year they had a McDonald's BTS meal. Really? Yeah. It's so funny that you texted me this morning saying you wanted to discuss this because I was on the phone with my bestie, Fleur, and (laughs) she dropped some tragic music news on me. And I said, I'm going to bring this up to Coulter because he loves music so much. And and then you wanted to talk about music. Do you want to know what her horribly tragic news was? What was it? She likes country music now. <laughs> There's some, I did, I did a bit on this. Uh, I went to a phenomenal country concert on Sunday, Charlie Crockett at the Wilma. And uh, of all of the things that in the world that I think are getting worse, which is most things, <laughs> there's a little bit of a resurgence right now in country music. I know. It's disgusting. I hate it. Uh, but you're thinking of the other kind of country. You're thinking of AM country. Like no, I am not. Country. I am thinking. So you don't like old school country? I, Have you ever listened to Charlie Crockett? Probably. Well, probably not. <laughs> I'm just not into, I'm not. There's none of our competitor stations around here play Charlie Crockett on the radio. and We certainly don't play him on the trail. That'd be the only place you'd probably hear him. I don't, I just don't. I mean, John Denver, I like. It's not country. It's not? Oh, okay. Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Childers, Charlie Crockett, Marcus King. They are new, like, singer-songwriters. They're very much like Chris Stapleton. That's what she said she was listening to. And I was like, we've been friends for 30 years, and I'm reconsidering everything right now. Those guys need a new category for their music because it's not quite country. Country is so like an extension of Nashville at this point. And Nashville is a disgusting machine, just like all things uber popular in America. These guys are sort of going underground, though, and I I enjoy it very much. I didn't know who BTS was, though, and I had no idea that they were so famous. Yeah. But for all these people on Twitter that are saying that they're more famous than Michael Jackson, you're tripping your face off. Yeah, no, that's not right. (laughs) Not right at all. uh, This is the phenomenon I want to discuss with you, though, before we actually get into some sports stuff. It's ironic because I think that we feel as if we're more exposed than ever because we are. Everybody posts pictures of themselves on the Internet all day, every day, and then looks at pictures of each other on the Internet all day, every day. I think that, ironically, though, actually caters to people being way less famous. Yeah, for people, sure. People don't faint at concerts anymore because they see Justin Bieber. Like, if you're obsessed with Justin Bieber, you go look at his Instagram 10 times a day. So, Whereas it used to be you never even got to see Michael Jackson. And then all of a sudden, he looked different every time he was in well, public. Yeah. Um, when the Beatles played at the Ed, was it the Ed Sullivan Show or one of their first concerts in the U.S., <laughs> you want to hear a gross fact? Yeah, sure. That after the concert was over... There was so much urine on the floor oh from girls God. peeing their pants from excitement. I just wish that anything <laughs> in the world could make me feel so exuberant. Right? Anything. Yeah. If there was I mean, anything that could make me just pass out, I would be so excited about it. When I, saw, when I saw Paul McCartney, when Paul McCartney came here, yeah. Dan will not go to a concert with me anymore because of how obnoxious I was because I was such a spaz. <laughs> don't you hate concerts anyways? I do, but I... I don't hate a Paul McCartney concert. Paul McCartney and Billy Joel. Only concerts the chick who doesn't know sports wants to go to. Yeah, and only if I'm front row at this point. I'm just too old for anything but. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's weird. 
it's weird that that happened, and it's also weird that that went away. Right. Well, you're total, right. It's, it's sort of like the high school reunion, too. Like, right. why do I need to go to a high school reunion? I see you on Facebook all the time. Th- but think about, like, was there anyone that would bring people to their knees any time before the Beatles? Elvis. Maybe. Okay, sure. Anytime before Elvis. Jesus. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Don't uh, at me, people. I'm just joking. Um, but it's, it is so, it, it goes hand in hand with the distribution that makes people famous to a certain extent, right? Yeah. Like there was no people that would bring, that would make girls cry when they saw them for all of human history until the Beatles. Or until Elvis, or yeah. whatever, until music, till rock yeah. and roll was invented and right. the television was invented. You don't invented. think Beethoven was a panty dropper? <laughs> I think people had great reverence and they were talking about him all the time, but if they actually saw him, they wouldn't deify him to such a great extent, right? right. And then that went away, like post-Michael Jackson, because everybody's just overexposed on social media now. It's just interesting that there was just like this moment in time, and we'll probably... Well, and that music was so innovative then. Like, people were not sure. used to that kind of yeah. music. It was like, oh my God, this music's making me feel things. <laughs> oh, and it's all been downhill since there. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, presented by a new sponsor yes. here, Buff City Soap. Tell us about so it. So excited. So Buff City Soap is right up in the Albert in Northgate Plaza near Albertsons next to Ambrosia, that Greek little Greek restaurant. It is locally owned and operated by Beth and Steve, who are just the cutest. And um, they hand make soaps. Bath bombs, body butters, all this great stuff. Right now, this weekend through April 24th, they're doing a buy one, get one half off on laundry soap. And their laundry soap is plant-based and natural, and it can be custom scented. So you can, they have all these amazing scents. You can customize it. They also have little, um, those laundry balls that instead of using dryer sheets, it's better for the environment. And they also will scent those up for you. They also have these lotion bars that mm. it looks like a little deodorant and you, you can just put in your purse and, and then you just put on your hands or whatever. Body butter, they have all this great stuff. They're going to have a huge Mother's Day sale starting April 29th through Mother's Day with 20% off everything in the store um, and uh, all sorts of good stuff. So don't forget your moms. I'll keep on you on this one. Love I know it. how you are. I'm just kidding. But check them out. Buff City Soap in the Northgate Plaza near Albertsons, locally owned and operated, and you will smell delicious. Love it. I know most of you people out there listening to this need this in your life, so go check out Buff City Soap here in Missoula. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, recording on a Thursday, coming to you on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television on a Friday. Maybe you're watching on the ESPN Montana app. We're in Bozeman today. Very excited to be at the Universal Athletic Store, the Montana Football Hall of Fame headquarters. But you're listening to this here on your Friday, but through the Northwest Motorsports Studio here in Missoula. All right, let's talk some sports. Have you seen your your boyfriend might be coming back? Your favorite guy? Who? Ben Simmons. He's took How the is whole, he my favorite guy? He, I know you hate him. I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm like, he took I don't the even... whole year off. He got traded in the middle of the whole thing. Now he's saying, quote unquote, he's targeting Game Five. I hope so bad that he comes back in the playoffs and tries to guard Kevin Durant. I hope Kevin Durant gives him 50. Hold on. I hope he makes him cry. Hold on. (laughs) He didn't play the whole season. Nope. Hasn't played the whole year. Got traded in the middle of the year. Got traded in the middle of the year. Sued the 76ers, saying that they were, like, uh, improperly diagnosing his injury, and that's why he was sitting out. Which is hilarious because he's going to lose his own law. He's going to lose his own grievance against the Sixers when he comes back and plays if he's good. This it's is like a, a lose lose for him. This is the dumbest thing. Why? What is wrong with this person? <laughs> I don't know. He's been Kardashian. 
right? <laughs> Isn't he one of the Kardashian exes? Is he? I, I don't, don't know. know. Ben Simmons has been off. Ben Simmons has been overhyped and underdelivering since he was 18 years old, in my opinion. So I had to do, um, I do the conditioning for my son's soccer, and I had to take a class on, like, it's a kind of just a safe sport class and covered all sorts of stuff. One of them was making sure athletes aren't, you know, if they're hurt, you don't make them play, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, a whole thing was like, if you're hurt, you shouldn't be playing and you have to take care of your body. So if the 76ers were saying he couldn't play, I imagine if they wanted, you know, they traded for him or whatever they did, wouldn't they want him to play? Right. Am I making sense? Yes. Is that a ramp, big ramble? Yeah, no, no. It's like, why would they true. keep him off the court unless he was injured? Well, he's deciding himself to not play. He's deactivating oh. himself. And now he's react. I don't understand. This is the world of the NBA right now. The players exclusively make the decisions. There's such a huge dichotomy here because once upon a time, Derrick Rose, when he was playing for the Chicago Bulls, was the youngest MVP in NBA history. He horrifically tore his knee. Then when he was coming back, the Bulls training staff cleared him multiple times, and he was like, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. He got eviscerated for this, and it was basically the beginning of the end of his time as an NBA superstar, when in reality, he wasn't ready. And then he came back and re-hurt his knee, and it just and was over. It doomed his career. He still plays in the NBA, but he was, and he's still a good player, but he's not, I mean, he was the best player in the league when he was 22 years old. So Ben Simmons is saying that... So, so there, I guess what I'm saying is there is some sympathy for guys that really do have legitimate injuries, but this is the, a, a completely different thing where, I Oh, don't know. I thought you were saying the 76ers were not letting him play because he wasn't No, Ben cleared. Simmons has basically been saying he's injured forever. Got it. But he's not. He's just been... What is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? He's being an entitled little brat. <laughs> um, I'm not... I just am sick of this stuff with these guys. I, it's it's unbelievable. It's truly unbelievable that you could have like a $40 million a year job and don't go to How work How do you even look time. at yourself in the mirror? The most embarrassing part is like these dudes, when they're sitting out, they still go to the games and sit on the bench and like act like it's all good. If I was, if you're going to go all in like that and just basically skip, like, that's like skipping work and still coming to work and being like, hey guys, right. I'm here for two hours, but I'm not going to work. I'm just going to sit here and tell you that, that I'm not working. That feels like an attack. <laughs> <laughs> when you come in here, you work. No matter, you only come in here to work. Imagine, I should say, I, I don't even have to say imagine, but imagine if someone I just sat in here for hours right. not working. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Sorry, I'm derailing us all over the place today. What do you actually got on your docket? Well, since we're on the NBA, I had a big breaking story, but you ruined it. Um, oh, great. <laughs> I'll get back to it. But I, since we're on the NBA, I just thought I'd mention Kyle Irving. Kyrie Irving. I thought it was Kyle. Kyrie. <laughs> Kyle Irving. I'm calling him Kyle. It's Kyle Phil. Irving. What's Kyle doing these days? Oh, Kyle. Check who doesn't know sports, guys. This is legit. I mean, he's you know he's only one of the best athletes in the world. Well, right he now. was fined fifty thousand dollars by the NBA for. Oh, what's he doing now? He was uh, giving the middle finger to Celtics fans I during actually, the game. This is actually a, a phenomenal example of how much the NBA has changed under Adam Silver. If David Stern was the commissioner of the NBA. And Kyrie Irving was giving the middle Kyle. finger. If Kyle, if old <laughs> Kyle was giving the birds to Boston, I, I would say, I'm not exaggerating. I would say that'd be a quarter million dollar fine in Davidson's oh. NBA. Okay. He would not, not, no, 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 would he accept that? Well, it's what he did. So he, he gave them the middle finger and then someone was mouthing off to him and he mouthed off back, swearing back at them. So what normally would be a, Five or ten thousand dollar fine, you know, according to this new sure. guy, became a fifty thousand 
dollar fine because it was a combination of gestures and language. Now, Kyrie, Kyrie. Irving yeah. said... Uncle, just call him Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew said, Uncle Drew. I, these guys are yelling at me. They were swearing at me. They were, why am I the one who has to be, you know, like they're going off on me. I, there's only so much I can take. So Kyrie Irving played for Boston and then basically forced his way out to a trade for Brooklyn. So that's why they hate him. Right. He's also very controversial. Yes. Because his name isn't Kyle. It's Kyrie. He's not Kyle. He thinks the world is flat. Oh, he does? He sat He's a out, flat earther? He sat out half the season this year because he wasn't vaccinated. Yes, yes, I so remember So he wasn't this. allowed, yes. so because of New York City and mm-hmm. Brooklyn mandates, he wasn't allowed to play in their home games. He could only play when they were on the road at places where you didn't have to have vaccines. He's just really making all sorts of great life decisions. It sounds like a lot of these guys are really doing dumb stuff, and I'm getting sick of it. You guys have the world, your flat earth in your the palm of your hand. Yep. And you're going to blow it like that. They would argue that they're not blowing it, though. They're making tens of millions of dollars to play a child's game. I get that, but I just feel like, I, I just think you're, you've got so much potential. For That's sure. what it is. I think that, you know, James Harden said this earlier this year. A lot of the world looks at this a lot different than these guys do, too. Like, James Harden is a great example of this. They, there's all this scrutiny about how James Harden's never won a championship, and if he, he won't be... An all-time, all-time, all-time great if he doesn't win a championship. And James Harden's like, dude, I don't even care. Yeah. I just want to play basketball. I just want to do well at my job, well enough to, like, make tens of millions of dollars and have some fun. And however far we make it, we make it. And be a total D-bag. Because <laughs> he's good at that, too. These guys. It is it is concerning. Only because I think that the, the, uh, the self-gratiating way of acting is a bad example for young people. That's all I really think. Yes, there's exactly. Nu- there's nuance to all the conversation, but there is, uh, it's... Uh, it's a bad example to everybody. I just think it just, you look like an entitled brat. Yep. You are paid to play basketball. It's like you said, just showing up to work and not working. I mean, I, it just really annoys me. It's annoying, for yeah. sure. Who well, is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports, our good friend Carolyn in studio. All right, what else you got? Okay, I cannot wait to tell you this. Can't wait. What would you do if you were on a plane and you were sitting behind Mike Tyson? Oh, man, I would try to strike up a conversation with him. Right. You'd be nice and pleasant, and you probably wouldn't antagonize him and drive him crazy. I probably wouldn't stop talking because I, like, am obsessed with Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. It'd be like the old... uh, Chris Farley, Paul McCartney interview. Yes. <laughs> do you remember when you were in remember the Remember when Beatles? everyone thought you were dead? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. do you remember when you were Mike Tyson? Remember when you bit off? that guy's ear off? Well, this guy and his buddies run in first class on a plane. I don't know where they're going, somewhere. Uh, San Francisco or to Florida. Okay. They started kind of antagonizing him and just get talking smack and just like get, not getting in his face because they were sitting behind him, but definitely being obnoxious. Hmm. Mike Tyson. Why? The why is... Who would antagonize Mike Tyson? Right, exactly. Especially now that Mike Tyson got sober and lost like 100 pounds. Mike Tyson's like in lean, mean fighting shape. He's definitely one of the top 100 fighters in the world right now still. Well, 50. don't worry, because he punched the crap out of this guy on the plane. The, it's the, all the on guy video. Died. No, this is the guy after. <laughs> the guy did not die. He did not die. I am amazed that the guy did not die. We are going to post this on our Instagram <laughs> because it is so funny to see the guy before and then after. Like, oh, he's like, wah, wah. My gosh. Yeah, it was hilarious. And I don't like violence, but that guy deserved to be punched. Like, even if you weren't Mike Tyson and that guy was doing, like, he was just being annoying. And Mike Tyson just had it. 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, that guy's the luckiest guy in the world. I never thought Mike Tyson would punch anybody, especially in a non-boxing situation, and not kill them. I mean, well, you know, he he was sitting in front of him on the plane. What if Mike so. Tyson just gave him a little love tap? It didn't look like a love tap. I saw the video. I mean, he punches him, but he obviously the the guy only has like a little contusion on his head. He's not as bad as you would think he would be. Oh my goodness! It's more his face at the end is the funniest it's part because he just thinks good. he's hilarious throughout the whole video, and then at the end he's just like, Ugh. oh my god. <laughs> okay. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. I mean, we didn't have to pay anything for that fight. <laughs> Okay. Uh, maybe I just know nothing about fighting. I thought these Paul brothers would get their butts whipped by... Well, that's all fake, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, that's true. They're just taking falls. Let's talk about the NFL draft, shall we? Can't wait. It's coming up next week. Been grinding hard on this uh, long-form story on Montana State star Troy Anderson leading up to the NFL draft. It uh, It's going to be a great one. Can't wait to share it with everybody. What is your angle on the NFL Humble draft? Humble brag. Well, I mean, kidding. Troy Anderson, the story has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him. He is just the greatest story to come out of Montana in 20 years, That's I think. great. So. It's wonderful. So will he maybe be drafted this? Oh, he'll definitely get drafted. Okay. He might get drafted in the first round. That's why it's so crazy. So the draft is three or four days long. Three, three days, days long. long. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And it's, so on the first day, do they... I mean, do people... First, it's actually the first night. Oh, it's on at night. And... Just, just well, the, the Thursday night and then Friday all day... And night and Saturday all day and night. And people go to this. They go to Vegas to go to this. For sure. Event. The first round is like a, it's very much like the Grammys or the Oscars. There's a, all of the top picks will be there at tables and suits and moms are there and yada, yada, yada. It gets very embarrassing for certain people if they go to what they call the draft room and then they're not picked. Oh, does that uh, happen? Your boy, Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be the number one overall pick in 2005. And he sat there, and he sat there, and he sat there, and then he kicked everybody out from his table, and he sat there, and he kept sitting there. And he didn't and get... And he fell all the way to the, I think, 28th pick by the Green Bay Packers, somewhere in the 20s. Huh. But they usually only invite, like, 10 to 12 guys. So it's embarrassing. Oh. Even if you, it's embarrassing even if you're just, like, in the bottom half. There's 30 picks in the first round. Okay. So it's embarrassing even if you're in the bottom half. And A-Rod just sat there and sat there and sat there. There's a lot of people that would say that's the... Uh, the origin point of why he's so surly and uh, such a you unsavory would, guy. You'd think that would be humbling, and maybe you'd say, all right, I'm mm. not as great as I thought I was. See, he thinks about it the other way. I am the greatest ever. These people just don't know how great true, I am. True, true. Okay, well, apparently it's free to go to the draft, but they have like... All, really? Well, that's what I'm, I was trying to Google. What? But If it's free to go to the draft, let's go. Let's get a flight I, right I now. Go. I have no, no, it's it's... Like, I think you had to get on the list uh. or something. But you can buy packages for day two. $1,250 includes Friday morning behind-the-scenes tour, yep. including a podium photo opportunity. Great. An official NFL draft gift. Mm. What do you think that is? I don't know. Tiered and elevated seating deck. Okay. In-seat food and beverage service. Okay. Access to the post-draft concert. Wow. Who's playing? I have no idea. BTS? Probably. Great. Probably Chris Stapleton. <laughs> okay, so here's what I don't like about the draft, and I expressed this a few years ago. When someone gets picked for um, a team, yep, and then people boo, yeah, that really annoys me because these are just kids. Totally. Do you think that's going to happen this year? Or do you think Certainly. people? 
Why are they? Why? Why do they do that? First of all, because New York people boo everything because they're just incorrigible. But they're in Vegas. I know, but there'd be. I mean, there's New York people everywhere. Just like oh. There's Chicago <laughs> people everywhere, and there's actually nobody in Vegas from Vegas. There's all the people true, that go true, from true, all true. over the place, and most okay. of the. I mean, New York people are just crazy. True. Uh, they'll boo anything because they always do. So do Philadelphia people. I don't know. East Coast people East are just Coast. so mean. I know they really are. They're just so mean. They're so mean. <laughs> so mean. Okay, well, I would encourage everyone to not boo. Yeah. I think it's very rude. Not booing would be good. It is a kind of a cool moment when some of the guys do get picked and like their moms and grandmas are there. I do love that. Yeah. But I would be, as a mom, really upset if my kid got picked and then someone booed them. Yeah. That's just mean. This is a big day. <laughs> Let them have their moments. Uh, indeed, indeed. So then what is the mock draft? So the mock draft is all the experts, like, giving you their picks. Okay. Leading up to it. Okay. So they do, like, a million mock drafts. They do a different one each week. Who has time for this nonsense? Oh, this is the probably the single biggest thing in sports. There's Ugh. guys right now, there's millions of men in America right now doing fake mock drafts on their computer. Right now. At Nerd work. alert. For sure. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I mean, there's a whole that. industry on this. I mean, two of ESPN's most famous personalities are the NFL draft mock draft guys. Stop it. Are you serious? Mel, Mel Kuyper is the institution of ESPN. He is the most longstanding employee of ESPN. Now, do people bet on this? Like, who? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got a betting expert coming on to us oh. next week to talk all about draft odds. Oh, yeah. People bet. And now with sports gambling be so being so mainstream and it moving to Vegas, this could be crazy. Should I bet? Should I put some money on something? I would say the NFL draft is one of the hardest things to bet because, like, I guess if you could get odds on what round a guy is drafted in, that's more uh, more realistic. Mm -hmm. Like, betting a guy is going to be a first-round pick. Okay, that means you have 30 chances for that to happen. Predicting this guy is going to go number 11 to the Jets. Hmm. Uh, okay. I'm not going to place any bets then. Yeah, I mean. Because I don't even. You don't even know how. Because <laughs> I would just bet about? on Kyle Irving. Kyle Irving. <laughs> you heard it here. Uncle Drew is going in the first round of the NFL draft. Oh, my goodness. Okay, what else you okay, got? Okay, last. No sports, ESPN Radio. Oh, I do have a story. Great. I totally forgot. <laughs> this is more important than the one I was going to say. Cracker Jacks. Okay. You know is the that still a thing? Yeah, they're great. Except they now. Where do you buy them? At the baseball field. At Albertsons. Okay. At Target. Sure. Places I don't go. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Cracker Jacks, they are launching. Why do girls love Target so much? Why wouldn't you love Target? It's got everything you could possibly need. Oh, it's such a nightmare. I haven't been to Target in a decade, I bet. Oh, my God. I go, like, at least once a week. Okay. All right. Carry on. So you're getting your I said, oh, my God, again. Sorry. <laughs> Haters going to hate. Haters going to uh, hate. You go to Target once no, a week. No, listen. Cracker listen. Jacks. No. So you, Cracker Jacks. We all know what Cracker Jacks are. Caramel corn with the, some peanuts and a little tattoo inside or a sticker, and it's the best. They do that still, too? And do you know the song? Buy yeah. me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, Great Cracker voice. Jack. Thank you. Cracker Jack has launched Cracker Jill. <laughs> when is it going to end? So, that's when what, is it, when is it that's what end? I thought. I was so annoyed and fired up because I'm like, I come on. It's Cracker Jack. Like, give it a rest, people. You got people. some Cracker Jills now. Well, I guess they launched it to um, kind of highlight women in sports and talk mm. about, you know, the how women and you know just so for that reason I'm fine with it but I was at first thought oh my gosh they're making this a thing now Cracker Jack Cracker Jill like we do not need Cracker Jills <laughs> 
So soon are we going to have like cheese hims and cheese hers? We got cheese its. It's cheese them. <laughs> Please get it right. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're doomed. We're doomed. Well, just let the thing be called the thing. Right. Cracker Jacks forever. It's just the thing. If it's raising money for women in sports or something, maybe, I don't know, but, and, or if it's just to highlight women in sports, that's fine, but I don't want it to, like, it's okay to be called Cracker Jacks. That's my soapbox. It's soap totally box. okay to be called anything. I don't know why we decided to get offended by everything. I identify as Cracker Jill. There's anyway. so much. There's so much to say here that I'm just not going to say. Don't. We're just going to just keep it on rolling. How about this? Want some free cocktails to go forget about all the renaming of everything in the world? That sounds like a great idea. How about a pair of vouchers to the AC Hotel, downtown Missoula? Don't have to be staying there to go there. Great place to hang out. Great ambiance. Delicious cocktails. We got two vouchers for you. Triple eight one zero two nine. Text us. Cracker Jack. <laughs> Cracker Jill. Either, Either one. Either one. Either one. Uh, texter number four. We got a pair of vouchers for you at the AC Hotel, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Thanks to the AC Hotel and Buff City Soap for their sponsorship of Check It Does No Sports. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. time has come. First of all, happy Friday, everybody. Of all of my great music acumen, the genre I was probably the most unfamiliar with when I first started working at Missoula Broadcasting Company was sort of like new age, uh, how would you, how would you call it? Like the talking heads, the cure. It's called new wave. Yeah. New wave. Not age, new wave. New wave. Yeah. yeah. New wave music. Like, Mm -hmm. like this, the cure. I uh, always get the Cure and the Clash mixed up. So that's why I decided to play some Clash and some Cure today. So I got it in my head. Thanks to Mike Smith for the inspiration. You can always hear Mike on the trail, 103.3, one of our great sister stations at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on a Friday. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're listening in on the ESPN Montana app. Thanks so much for being here. The time has come for what we've been teasing all day. It's Friday Pie Day, courtesy of Front Street Pizza. All you got to do right now is call us, caller number 3, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. 
You tell Andrew your name. Our guy at the back will call down to Front Street Pizza. He'll pass your name along. You will have a large pepperoni pizza waiting for you to go pick up sometime after 6 p.m. So call us right now. Call number 3 406 888 That's 888-1029. Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza. It's awesome New York-style pizza. It's my favorite pizza in the city of Missoula. So go check them out there on Front Street, across from the Public Library in Missoula, below Rome Student Housing. Thanks so much to Front Street Pizza for jumping in, getting us what we wanted all along, free pizza here on ESPN Radio. Brooks Nuanas riding with me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas Now. Thanks to all of our great guests and contributors that have joined us so far. Let's talk a little bit more about this Bobcat spring game tomorrow, Brooks. Sunny Holland Classic, Bobcat Stadium, 1 p.m. I told you I'm going to be watching the lines and uh, also interested to see a couple of the uh, up-and-coming players that we think really have a chance to, to break out. Who else are you going to have your eye on? Anybody in particular that, that jumps out to you or anybody that – uh, you haven't seen or that you've been wondering about or even just like a dynamic of what you're hoping to see tomorrow? Well, yeah, I'm certainly interested to see if the, if the if the defensive scheme, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Colter, yep. look, looks similar. Sure. It's a hard defense as far as at this day and age, all defenses in football are personnel-based. You run the scheme based on what personnel you have, and oftentimes, once you have an established scheme, scheme, you recruit to that with personnel. I think that they, the window of opportunity for them to recruit to a 4-2-5 has been small. The transition from a 3-4 and odd man front has, was, was short. So both of those are intriguing elements to me of see of do they have the fluid athletes, especially the depth pieces. We talked about some younger guys playing. Uh, tomorrow and kind of throughout the fall as well. How do you establish depth within that kind of scheme? Do they have the length and ability to run in the second level uh, to cover a lot of ground and a lot of mistakes that, that were made by any kind of Bobcat defense was covered up by uh, a one man named Troy Anderson. <laughs> Obviously, he's not going to be replaced, but what, what, what does that look like? And I'm also interested to see the receivers. You know, Montana State, Montana, you talked about Colton for the 21st century, has pounded the football. They've run the football uh, early, often with success, and we know that's going to keep, continue to happen. Where, where, where are the receivers at? What's that look like? They have some big guys, some small guys, some slot guys, some young guys, some old guys, some fast guys. I always kind of want to see that group. Yeah, when it comes to the receivers, I'm interested to see Andrew Patterson. He showed flashes last year. He switched numbers a couple times, so when he would touch the ball, you'd be like, who's that guy? He's pretty Six, fast. Six, 25, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be uh, probably one of the main contributors on the inside receiver spot. Sounds like they moved Willie Patterson to the outside it's also a transition to watch because he definitely has an inside receiver body, uh, but a guy that's uh, towards the end of his career now, so can he finally, you know, uh, make the money meet the mouth, so to speak, because he's he's a phenomenal personality and a guy that's shown flashes but has had a hard time staying healthy and, and uh, has also been behind some really good players as well. So that's an interesting one. Uh, my question for you is last year Montana State had three – Outstanding defensive linemen. Three best-in-the-conference type talents in Chase Benson on the inside, Madre Williams, and Daniel Hardy on the outside. But Brent Vegan was adamant all season about playing a multitude of guys there on the defensive front. And 
he would consistently reference exactly how many guys had played in games and how many snaps they'd played. They were very conscious about the snap rotation. And so even though these guys weren't starters, you did see guys like Brody Greeby, Sebastian Valdez, Ben Seymour, Blake Schmidt, Blake Heal. All of those guys have played significantly in games. How much does that help you? Just the fact that even if none of those guys have the star power of who's departing, at the very least, the coaching staff knows those guys can play real Division One snaps. No, hundred percent. And the idea of I've I've been asked questions by by you know acquaintances, fans, people who ask me why when they rotate the defensive line is it the whole thing? Why do four guys come off and four guys go on? Well, a lot of it is the camaraderie of the guy next to you. Knowing what that guy, how he plays, how he likes to get down, what his moves are, what he likes to go to is so important when you talk about line games, uh, pre-snap alignment, uh, who likes the strong side, who likes the weak side, things that are really important to a defensive line. They come within groups, and those groups continue to develop. A lot of times you'll see a backup defensive line the next year go into that same season as the backup defensive line, but not because they're not going to elevate one guy as a starter, but because they are a unit. They play well together. That's right. So you see that second-string defensive line. One of those guys may end up being a starter, but likely not. They'll likely still play that same 25-play snap count, but that continuity within that little unit within a unit is so important. I'm also interested to see in the secondary because I think that Montana State has a bunch of guys in the secondary that can play. Who rises to the occasion to be the next guy that could be a true like all-conference talent? We know Ty Okada is a, is a dude. He's almost certainly not going to play tomorrow. We know Tyrell Thomas uh, is at least a, a solid Big Sky Conference player. He's probably not going to play tomorrow. I don't imagine we're going to see very many reps for Jeffrey Manning. I don't think we're going to see very many reps, if any at all, for James Campbell. Simeon Woodard was a revelation as a freshman. His next, his next step is an all-conference guy, if he can take a next step. Drew Palador, the transfer from Air Force, another guy at corner. Some of the guys that showed flashes last spring game that then didn't get as much playing time in the fall. Miles Jackson, Devin Davis, and also Eric Zambrano's playing safety now. How does he adjust to that? So I'm going to kind of have my eye on that back end as well. I do think that their their D lineman at the very least, their defensive line at the very least will be workmanlike. You know, they, they can be solid. I think Brody Greeby and Sebastian Veldez have the chance to be next-level players. Linebacker, I don't think we're going to really know the answers to where they're at at linebacker until you get Callahan O'Reilly at full strength and, and a bunch of other guys there. But I'm going to be really watching that secondary to see who can, who can show up. But how much will the te- secondary be tested tomorrow? How much are they going to be able to throw the ball? How much can the quarterbacks perform given the, given the weather condition? It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, certainly. And when you talk about that next-level player cult there, the most impressive secondary player that I saw last year as a whole, not as a young guy, was Simeon Woodard. Right. I thought that he has so much potential. So much potential. Slight. Not the biggest guy out there. Not the biggest guy. He has pretty good size for an FCS quarterback. He has decent size. uh, When I I say slight is that he can add five pounds of muscle, and you couldn't imagine how much that would help him. No, for sure. You know, and we're not talking about the guy that needs to bulk up or anything. It's just a little bit of after a couple years of weight training at a college level, he'll have a little bit more strength, even if he doesn't gain weight. Everything about his instincts I I was impressed with, and I thought that he has kind of that next step potential early on. Going into his sophomore year, he was not scared of contact. He stuck his nose in there. He knew the scheme, which I thought was really impressive. 
he has a lot of natural ability. So I agree with you that secondary is, is, is something to watch. It's where that Montana State has leveraged their defense. It's where the guys up front and, and that second level can make so much headway. So, of course, the secondaries can play a huge part, especially in a 4-2-5 where the five players being the dominant group are in that secondary. Nuanas now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. How about some NBA playoffs? We'll take you home on a Friday. Brooks has got some cash in the machine. Who's he betting on tonight? We'll tell you right after this. ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. This might be the place. Indeed, it might be. We're sitting here at the Montana Football Hall of Fame, Universal Athletic in Bozeman, Montana. Thanks so much for the guys here to, for hosting us. One of my favorite places to broadcast from. Montana Football Hall of Fame, one of my favorite projects. This is is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Friday. Missed anything in the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. We've been ca- talking Bobcat spring game. We talked a little Gabe Solcer into the transfer portal. We heard from Montana State head men's tennis coach Trey Morris. Give you a little history lesson about the Gipper. Chick doesn't know sports. Carolyn swung by, and we gave you some free za, some free pizza. All of it. On the Nuanas Now podcast presented by Sportsbet Montana and the Advocates. Three NBA games tonight. No NBA games on ESPN Radio. We'll be back at it providing NBA coverage for you tomorrow night. We got Brooklyn and Boston. Actually, it's Boston at Brooklyn. And then Warriors Nuggets on Sunday as well. We got Major League Baseball all weekend long here on ESPN Radio as well. Just a couple minutes left here on the show. But let's talk a little bit about these NBA games. Uh, Sportsbet Montana, a great place to lay down your bets. There's a Sportsbet Montana kiosk at pretty much all your favorite establishments. You want to find locations, go to the Sportsbet Montana website and just click on locations. Brooks, three games tonight. Brooks Nuana is joining us here on Nuana's Now. Miami at Atlanta, Milwaukee at Chicago, Phoenix at New Orleans. Uh, Miami has completely been in control of this series. Milwaukee might have kind of lost control of the series for a minute, losing a home game to Chicago. And uh, 
Phoenix has had a little trouble with New Orleans as well. So uh, what do you think of these matchups? Let's just start with the first one in Miami at Atlanta. Miami is in control of that series in a good way, man. I mean, Miami is one of the best teams in the league. I think they have a very good chance to make it deep. Um, Atlanta struggled all season, and their defensive woes have continued to come back at them. Um, Milwaukee at Chicago, I'm not surprised that DeMar DeRozan can take take that step um, in the playoff situation. He's had the best season in the NBA. By no means does that mean he's the MVP. There is no one that has seized the moment more in the last five years of the NBA than DeMar DeRozan has this season. How is he still underrated? It's so weird. It's crazy because he can't shoot the three, man. I know. Well, who cares? I know. DeMar DeRozan's a bucket. He is, he DeMar is a DeRozan's bucket. a dog. He well, is, for sure. Is this a, How pivotal is this game for Milwaukee? Because I think that was the series that in the East where people were thinking, well, Milwaukee will cruise. It's Boston that has their hands full. It's Philly that has their hands full. Well, they dropped the game at home. This is no question the turning point of the series. Milwaukee has to take care of business. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite tonight on the road. I don't think it's a gimme by any means. Chicago's playing with confidence. If Zach Levine gets going, it's Chris a challenging Middleton, team. It's a game-time decision at best. Losing him hurts. Doesn't really matter when you have the best player in the world times a million. You know, Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> is not a close. You have me on next week. Let's talk about the best players in the world. It's Giannis and everybody else. Um, I love the idea of, of Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid. Uh, Jok- uh, Jokic has just had an MVP season, but Giannis is, is, is the dude right now. So this is the turning point of that series. Milwaukee needs to take care of business. If they go down 2-1, it's going to Game 7, and it's going to be an uphill battle for, for Milwaukee. New Orleans is def- definitely not that big of a contender to uh, knock Phoenix out, but for whatever reason, the Suns had a historic season. I think their 64 wins was the 18th most in NBA history. Sure. There's only been 17 65-win seasons. Sure. I believe that uh, a full 70% of those teams have won the championship, and I think all but like three have been to the NBA Finals yet, and the Suns were in the Finals last year, yet somehow they're not uh, being talked about among the favorites. Why? Well, Devin Booker pulled his hamstring. He's out for the next two weeks. That's a really, that's, you know, he's out this series, very likely. That's a really challenging situation. The way he pulled it, too, was not a lunging injury, but a jumping injury. That's, that's a different style of hamstring injury. That's a big blow for, for the Phoenix Suns. I think they'll get past the New Orleans Hornets, we, we, or Pelicans, excuse me. Colter, we talked about recently, you asked me, why, why, aren't, why aren't the Pelicans better? Zion Williams has been a distraction. You get C.J. McCollum yep. and Brandon Ingram, man, the, Pe- the Pelicans are on a roll. Back at it, 4 p.m. on Monday. Full spring game reaction and much more. We'll see you then. New is now ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406 406- 640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia when you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore. You can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 